and start. All right, there we go. This is session 48 of the Scarper Shoals. It is moon day, the 8th of Pignola. The weather is mostly cloudy with a gentle breeze from the south. Temperatures are in the 90s, quite warm, but not unbearable. The chorus is forecasting a heavy downpour tomorrow and a light breeze. It is well after dark and everyone is soaked from the fight with the sea serpent. Avaloki is still incoherent following her failed attempt at a contact other plane spell. They had warned everyone that this might happen and advised that they were simply that that you all are simply to make them comfortable and it should pass by morning. Does this boat have a padded berth? <laughs> they're, they're not they're not violent. They're not they're not in any danger of harming themselves. They just can't do anything. <laughs> It's probably like dealing with a, a a persistent sleepwalker, like not violent and generally guidable, but keeps coming out of their room, like uh, holding seashells to their ears and just saying, signal strength. What's the frequency? What's the frequency, Kenneth? What's the frequency? Can dog albatross. Avaloki has become Lucy Westerner. And and so perhaps somebody should be keeping an eye on them. But aside from that, you don't need to worry too much. Uh. Sierra will volunteer, uh, yeah. but won't, won't necessarily fight anyone else while off if they want to do it. Yeah, we'll essentially have to keep a watch, I suppose. But I think Finarin, uh, as medic, would probably be keeping a watch on her. Okay. Okay. So, uh, so, um, Waif is seen, uh, at the side of the boat looking down into the water which is now, of course, quite dark. Um, so chances are good. She doesn't see much. But um, uh, even with dark vision, it's hard to see through a, uh, a uh, choppy sea surface. But uh, she uh, she's at the rail looking off the edge. Um, While Sierra is 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 watching um, Avaloki, um, Garinan, the uh, the elf that you'd taken on uh, under your wing from who uh, wielded the chain, remember remember him? Yes. Uh, he comes to Sierra and says. Um, that uh, hold on, where it is, there it is um, I appreciate that you're allowing me to travel with you but I think it would be good to make our relationship more formal I would like to pledge my service to you He he. What his service to us? Pledge. Pledge, pledge service to you. Formally. 
Uh, are you asking us for a job? Uh, I am offering you my services. As, as your liegeman. Ah! <laughs> uh, I won't say no, but there's also more than me, so we'll have to uh, I'll have to confer with my cohorts to give you a final answer. But um, you've been a good sport. I don't see why we can't work with you. Uh, I look forward to hearing what your decision. And uh, I'm giving it to you. <laughs> he uh, he goes back out onto the deck where you uh, where he has spent a good deal of his time, um, and he looks like he's kind of keeping watch, but also kind of standing guard, sort of. Um, Waif goes to Malgalad. Mm -hmm. Last time we talked, we kind of made some noise about possibly starting a stronghold here on this island. Yeah. I think that's a really good idea. It's pretty clear that threats are not, you know, that the dire troll dead doesn't mean the threats are over. So if we could have some kind of like mutual defense agreement, um, you try to protect me and the trolls and I'll try to keep them from hurting you guys. And maybe we can over time work that into something where uh, we can protect each other. I mean, it's really hard to communicate with these guys. They're, you know, it's hard to get ideas across, but um, I'm working on <laughs> it. Um, and if we have some kind of agreement in place, it would make it easier. Uh, well, I didn't think we were going to be doing anything different. Um, we certainly don't intend to take over the island away from you. And... Um... You know, we could we can certainly use your protection as much as you could use ours. So, yeah, that's I mean, again, we do have to speak to the entirety of the group, but that seems more than amenable to me. I was thinking that we could put together like a few really simple rules for like how we live on the island together and then put up like a big stone somewhere that has those rules carved into it. <laughs> she wants to write a constant. Um, she wants to write a Rosetta Stone. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> well, just something so that, I mean, you, if you start with a stronghold, you're going to be on the island for a long time. And maybe not you personally, but like you and your people are going to be here for a long time. And I'm not sure if you know this, but trolls don't die of old age. We're, I mean, we're not immortal in the sense of we can't die. That's clearly not true. But we don't, we don't get sick. We don't age. And um, so 
I want something that's going to outlast just you guys. You know, a personal agreement is great, but I want something that's like how that's part of the foundation of 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 what we're doing. Well, why don't we make it the literal foundation when we all have agreed on a few simple rules? Why don't we stone shape it into an actual cornerstone of the stronghold where both humans and trolls can see it. Cool. That sounds good. That sounds good. It, it, it needs to be visible to anybody who comes here, though. You know? Yes. So if you're going to, I mean, that's a great thing. That's a great thing to do. But I also want, like, if, if there's going to be a place near the water, at, le at least, uh, you know, we may want, we may need several copies. That's fair. <laughs> okay. Mm -hmm. The problem is, I, it's not real easy for me to impose rules on the trolls right now. They're not, they're not exactly ruley people. <laughs> No. Um, well, surely we can figure out some sort of natural law that they will be not exactly obliged, but um, can be. I, I was guard railed into uh, obeying. <laughs> I was thinking that that. You guys are probably going to clear some forest, right? You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna clear some land out. Yes. And if we establish that, like anybody who's in a cleared area is under your law, and anybody who's in the forest is under troll law, such as it is. That would be a kind of a good start. Because seems reasonable. And you know, that's gonna make it hard to go like go and cut firewood and stuff, but um it's also you know, the trolls aren't everywhere and you know, all you have to do is run back and it's no longer I mean it's not to say that a troll wouldn't chase you out of the forest, but <laughs> Once they're no longer in the forest, then it's, you know, fair game. And they'll eventually figure out that there's a lot more fire. <laughs> a lot more fire over there than there is in the forest. You know? They'll get the idea. Yeah, and we can cut clear paths through the forest if necessary to travel. Yeah. Yeah. So... That seems like that seems like a good, really kind of something that they will be able to understand pretty quickly, even if they just learned it in practice rather than by being told. I mean, and you're right. We can't. There's not going to be too much we can impose or agree on if they don't know how to agree, right? And are really only learning. Um, Force for the trolls. 
clear land for the people. Right. Um, avoid each other as much as possible or do no harm to one another? Um, I, well, see, that's, the concept of harm is kind of, <laughs> right? Because, um, you know, you smack a troll in the face, it's not really going to be hurt. And they smack each other in the face an awful lot. Um, I mean, they're really violent. <laughs> so, but they don't, they don't um, like then... kill each other. Very, I mean, the, the dire troll was weird because he killed other trolls. Trolls don't generally kill each other. Smack each other around, establish who's stronger. But they don't they don't kill very much. But if they're doing that to one of you guys, uh they could do that. And you know. What's what's the kind of thing you eat and what kind of thing you don't mm. eat is also I'm still working on them with. <laughs> then maybe uh, just simply humans do not hunt trolls or humans do not seek out trolls. Yeah, I think that would be a good. Do not seek out trolls. <laughs> yeah, um, and if trolls do like come onto, um. Onto cleared land, you know, feel free to smack them around. And if they don't escape, if they don't, if they don't get the idea when they've been smacked around a bunch, then, you know, go ahead. They're too stupid to live. <laughs> yeah. um, uh, oh, crap. Sherby's probably not part of this conversation because it's too serious for her. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No, what I was what I was thinking, and I think that Mogalod would know this. Um, wasn't this where we found the magic mushrooms of awesomeness? Mm-hmm. That yep. um, we wanted that. So, if there's magic mushrooms of awesomeness, uh, they won't grow on cleared land. They right. actually need yeah. like the magic of the trolls. So I can see either that might be something we could convince the trolls to give us. If they don't like magic mushrooms, or maybe, um, and it wasn't uh, just the mushrooms because there's a whole like magical ecology out there. Yeah. So. So I don't see uh, syndicate people staying in the cleared areas. I don't see them not going out into the forest. Um, but but but, what ha You know, they, they go out if they do go out in the forest. They know the risk they're taking. Yeah. You know, go you go at your own risk. The, the 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 you know you can't seek justice against a troll that ambushed somebody out in the woods, um, because that's troll law. That also sounds good to me. 
Okay. Just you got. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I don't know that. Clear. I don't think the trolls are going to be the problem. I think it's going to be the syndicate people that are going to be the problem. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and well, at least this way they can charge like an incredible premium for troll mushrooms, <laughs> <laughs> or yeah. we can if we yeah. simply say that you know, if if it turns out we're the only ones who can go and get them safely, we can charge quite a premium for troll mushrooms. Yeah. Okay, I think we've got the basis for an agreement here. Um, Why don't you why don't you guys you know talk about it amongst yourselves, write something down, and uh, when you've got something you want to do, let me know. Um, I'll head back I'll head back to my people uh, and uh, we'll talk again soon. All right. Yeah, We'll certainly look more clearly in the morning. All right. Speaking of that, I think at that point, Avaloki uh, comes in and very solemnly hands each of them a potato and then leaves <laughs> without a word. <laughs> a raw potato? Panarin raw potato. is just, I think Panarin is just kind of shadowing her. Like, she's not hurting anybody, so <laughs> See, I'm just going to let her do her thing, but... <laughs> This spuds for you. Oh. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. So, how are you handling? Uh, uh, in any case, Waif um, bids you good evening and uh, dives off the side of the boat and swims to shore. Uh, okay. Like she just fucked off the ship and swam to shore? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> she's got she's got the ultra self spell. She she gives herself gills. <laughs> ah, okay. Okay. Any other business anybody wants to take care of before uh, before getting a long rest? Uh, not me. So. Okay. He has returned to their more conversative uh, self. So we have kind of a, 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 a violet dawn meeting of the minds to discuss some business. Okay. So, I suppose over breakfast then. Avaloki is back to her, uh, back to their normal self. I think uh, some version of it. Wakes up in winter season, um, and uh, a little bit more androgynous, but just sort of in a little bit of like a hangover mood. Okay, so so looks to Mogulad. Did I give you a present last night? Yes, and it was lovely and thoughtful. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, good. I guess. 
<laughs> but you know, I tell you, you got to be on the right wavelength for that ancient sage because he just uh, filled me with a lot of stuff that did not make sense and <laughs> did not feel good. I mean, you know, it was not, you know, I opened the connection, so it's on me, but <laughs> ouch. So you had a bad sage trip is what you're saying. <laughs> that is what I'm saying. Oh, well, Salvia will fuck you up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, what happened? I mean, my intention was to try to find out any more about that sea serpent. Like, are there more of them? You know, are there, you know... What's going on with all that? But uh, anything else happened last night? As a matter of fact, uh, <laughs> back have a look. Well, um, Leif came to me with um, a proposition for laying down a few ground rules for the stronghold to for the safety of both people and trolls. Did you say Waif came to you with that idea? Yes. Is that strange? Huh. I, I, she, I she's obviously shown a lot of development in the last few weeks and months. When we left her, I thought she was going to revert to full troll, but apparently whatever enhancement she's had is stuck. I, I, think, I think she's... Doing great, and uh, you know anything that we can do to try to make this a peaceful coexistence is something I'm I would willing to support. Uh, well, uh, the first rule that we came to was that um, shit. I'm sorry, I have the the memory of a fucking goldfish right now. Well, it was the, just the. Uh, I, I liked the idea of the the promise in the cornerstone, but also just yes. like the, you know, clearings are for people law yes. and uh, woods are for troll law. Yeah. yeah, that was her first idea. And then our second idea is that people should not seek out trolls, but can defend themselves if necessary. I, I like those things for certain. Um, but one thing I, I have certainly encountered in my uh, time with uh, non-elf races uh, has been that uh, I think whoever comes here is going to want to make more and more clearings. So we might need to have uh, some sort of a limitation on on that end, because it's one thing to say, okay, the woods are troll law, but then the new settlers come in and they clear a bunch of the woods and make it a clearing. And where does that stop? Uh, for every clearing, there must be a forest of equal size. Yeah, the... No more than half the island. Situation where you just have little <laughs> pockets in between. That's nowhere to live. Yeah. 
you could just say that like everything on the western side of the island, which is, which is uh, uh, where the there's not a lot of good places to to anchor a ship over there. It's very exposed. Um, mm. Everything on the western side of the main kind of ridge that runs down the length of the island is is never going to be touched. You could do that. You could also just sort of start off with a fairly um, strict, you know, rule for the settlers of do not make new clearings without larger Offic- discussion. Yeah, without official approval. Yeah. And then we just keep that the rule for a while until we have a better understanding of what the longer term plan needs to be. Yeah. Um, I've been kind of looking at from from a kind of a meta perspective. Hmm. Um, one square mile has about six hundred and forty acres in it, and clearing an acre of land is a team of lumberjacks takes about a week to clear. You know, one guy with an axe it take a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is not, and this is not an overnight problem. Yeah. Yeah. So, so a whole, I mean, it would take several teams of lumberjacks a year to clear one, one mile hex of trees. Maybe that's uh, some, I, I think we would still probably say. Because venturing into the woods to make a new clearing means entering troll territory, we wouldn't want people to do that just willy-nilly anyway. Right, right. And so we would just say, you know, be, you know, you know, anyone who wishes to make a clearing of significant size uh, should get approval because they, there needs to be discussion of security. Sierra has a question. But that wouldn't even necessarily need to be part of the, like... Promise. with That's more something that's managed on the settlement side, not not with the uh, the trolls. Although we could certainly just let Waif know that that's the plan. Question is, what is the intended purpose for the settlement? Like, are we actually going to have people you know, make homes here or are we going to set up something more uh, business oriented? Well, I mean, I think at least to start, it's all about having, um, uh, you know, some sort of a permanent presence here so that it's a, you know, staging point for other activities. And of course, uh, as we've discovered on this island, there's the teak trees and the other ingredients that could be valuable trade goods. The issue isn't just clearing land to occupy. It's also having to feed. You know, aside from elves, pretty much everyone else out there is going to be eating meat, which means they're going to have to venture, either venture into the forest to hunt or bring their own farm animals, which will take up an enormous amount of space. There's also fishing. 
and uh, and wave proof that there's there's plenty of fish in this uh, in, the, in these waters. But you get tired of fish after a while. You want something. This thing has to be exclusively fish. It's also just not exclusively anything else. Right. Besides, I think to a large extent that will take care of itself. Like, I mean, part of what we're hiring people to do is is figure that stuff out, right? I mean, we have, uh, you know, people coming in to um, help us with the construction. And then from there... What we tell people is we are building a secure keep on an island that has lots of trade goods. Figure it out. <laughs> yeah. mm -hmm. so we don't, it doesn't necessarily need to be on us to micromanage every element of that. I mean, if we can make traveling safe enough, they can import food as well. So if they need to for a while. But I mean, on, honestly, this, this island seems pretty uh, well-suited for a lot of that, right? I mean, it's already got a pretty uh, flourishing ecosystem. It's, yep. it's, a, it's a fertile island where things grow, not like the one with all the rocks. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, those kinds of logistics are the kinds that the people who live here can figure out. And if they don't, then we step in. I think, you know, we those are some problems that will, will certainly need to be dealt with at some point, but perhaps, you know, not immediately. I mean, you know, those are the sorts of things we will need to get to at some point, but... Uh, I mean, otherwise, we, we need to finally make a settlement somewhere. And this seems the best of all of our explored locations so far. Sounds like we've got a plan, at least. <laughs> I mean, Sierra, do you have other c concerns? I, I, no. I want to make sure you're... My thought was knowing what the settlement will be for will determine the the kind of ground rules we want to set. Um, that was really it. Well, I, I mean, I think that in principle, the first thing that we're having them build is, is you know, the, the docks, uh, just, you know, just for transport, but, uh, but then the keep. So it will be just a secured sort of fortification as a staging point. But then from there, we would, I would imagine, it would uh, attract uh, traders. Or at least to start with, you know, loggers. <laughs> I guess that's kind of, I'm including them, yeah. people who would come to, you know, for resources that, to trade. And the nature of your investiture from the syndicate is basically that um you have you are anyone who wants to do that kind of transaction at the Scarpa Shoals uh has to go through you. Yes. 
So anybody who came and did that without you would basically be the equivalent of a claim jumper. <laughs> we can fry them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just be fried claim jumper. Any other any other discussion on that? Because I think Sierra has something else they wanted to bring up. Yeah. Peter? Yeah, I've got uh, two points. Um, first, our elf friend, our old elf friend. Uh, I don't know how to put this. He's basically, he's offered to pledge his allegiance to our group. Uh, That's actually not what he said. Okay, what did he say? He said he wanted to pledge his allegiance to you, to Sierra. Oh! I don't think Sierra quite understood that. Okay. Okay, well, if Sierra didn't understand that, but then go on ahead with, with the mistaken impression that Sierra had, and we'll, and we'll play with that. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. I didn't realize he was... Okay. I guess I would have to... That's going to be a fun conversation. So, yeah, he's um, looking for a job, but not looking for pay. I don't really understand how that's going to work. I just want to run it by you guys. I mean, my oh. only concern is they, they originally came with us because they were hoping that we might eventually find them a way to get home-ish. I wonder if they have, if this is just because they've given up hope on that. My that's my guess. See any problem with it? I mean, he was he was really helpful with the with the kraken, whatever the heck that thing was. Um, I mean, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. If he just wants to work for room and board, I mean, who are we to tell him now? Yeah, and if you know, if he wants to to join in and you know A maybe be like Tobias to them. I I agree. I mean, we certainly welcomed him to uh, travel with us. I, I if he wishes to uh, join our organization, I I can't see any reason to object to that. It's it is you know uh, I I I guess I'm just worried that he's doing so out of um, you know the for the wrong reasons. But that's I suppose I his decision to make. You're cutting out there, Christiana. What'd you say? I suppose that's his decision to make. Nothing that says that we can't still help him find, you know, where his people came from. And then he can make his decision from there if he wants to stay or go find them or, you know, whatever he wants to do. Seems good to me. Here. <laughs> yeah, the Isn't that right, Pansy? The, <laughs> the, 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 the <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
I imagine the the Dino goes. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna be more assertive in making a uh, a noise, but uh, Rocket is asleep, and I I feel like it would <laughs> yeah, that would it, probably disrupt his gentle slumber. Oh, is it howling time? It's howling time. <laughs> if y'all could see the face I had to make to make that sound. <laughs> Okay. Uh, all right, back in character. So there's a second bit of business I want to bring up. Sure. Uh, it's personal. I'll understand if you guys prefer I deal with it on my own. It seems my brother's wife's family has got themselves into a bit of trouble, or one specific family member. And um, he's kind of asking me to look into it and maybe fix solve the problem. Step one means going back to Shenhood so I can get mm. the deets. What sort of trouble? Is it something urgent? Uh, it doesn't seem to be terribly urgent, um, but I should move on it faster, you know, sooner than that. Uh, apparently there's been some kind of, uh, someone's been being held against their will extra ju- judiciously. Is the term? Oh, I I don't want to speak for anyone else, but uh, certainly all of you came and supported me when I had trouble with my family and you know my home. Uh, I I would certainly be ungrateful if I didn't do the same, and uh, and I would I would help not just out of ab- obligation, but out of uh, you know, friendship. So, in that basis, uh, what what do you suggest? What what would you like us to do? Well, like I said, first step is uh, me and him have a conversation to get the details because you know he sent me a letter that was devoid of those, and then they uh, ascending that basically filled me in on his uh his last whereabouts. Um. So, step one, meet him, get the deets, and then step two, figure it out. Step three, profit? I don't know. <laughs> step four, mayhem? Um, I'm fairly certain mayhem will interject at any point. It may not be just step And I just want to kind of give you guys a, the background. If anyone else related by blood had sent me a, a letter, I would have said, Aw, look at this wonderful waste of paper. Crumpled it up and chucked it. So this is probably the one member of my family I'm willing to do anything even remotely, and I don't feel fully committed just yet because I'm not sure how on the level this request is. And frankly, um, given some of what he did tell me, there we could be potentially setting up ourselves up with some enemies in the syndicate, depending on how we handle this. Hmm. Well, does <laughs> so I? I mean, let let's just talk about timing because I I I imagine we're all willing to help if anything can be done does that mean uh, so do we 
because so if we need to turn around and go back to Shenhood now, we can talk. We should talk about that. It, just because it, we need to dis- determine what else we need to plan in accordingly, or or do we have time to accomplish some of the other errands we had set for ourselves here in the Shoals first? I should point out that you agreed to meet um, the representatives of um, Clan Keltac on the southern tip of Bruland um, on the 12th of field, on the 12th. And it is currently the evening of the 8th. Mm-hmm. So not enough time to get to Sharon and then back. That is correct. Now you could leave like a delegation to camp out here and wait for them and take the moon color back. <clears throat> but... Or you could wait to meet them, and then and then you'd have, you know, two ships. Uh, what was Sierra's understanding of the urgency of the matter? Um, like, I mean, given that you know this, the letter was was sent, you know, via Dungeons and Dragons snail mail. I can't imagine <laughs> that there was the letter. The letter was quite a while ago, and the sending was yeah. fairly recent. So. Evidently, this is a pretty static situation, and All neither right, so, of them neither of them had a great deal of urgency in it. This was like, "There's this problem." <laughs> and, All right, so I'll, yeah, also I'll, I'll express it. It's like you know, it's we should probably deal with it the first time, you know, first chance we get once we get back to Shenhood, uh, but we should definitely keep our appointments first. All right. Uh, we, will, we will follow your lead on that matter. Yes? <laughs> seems good. Yeah, seem, yeah, seems good to me. Okay. <clears throat> Avaloki starts towards Sierra with a sort of an awkward, like, is this a hug situation? <laughs> a hug conversation? <laughs> Does Avalon I mean, need a hug? If you need a hug, just say it. There need to make pretenses. You start to hear a rattling sound on the deck above you. Clattering. Um. Can I tell what the clattering sound might be? <laughs> uh, make a nature check. A nature check. Oh, okay. Maybe I should get a die out. <laughs> um, I say, I anybody want to armor up? <laughs> nineteen. It sounds like hail. Oh, definitely armor up. <laughs> Shields up. <laughs> I I look up at and kind of cock my head at the sound and then just say oh well I don't think we're going to get much done today you poke your nose out a porthole and uh, you can see like splashes as the hail hits the uh, hits the sea and uh, 
It doesn't sound like it's going to smash through the deck, but you it's it is a severe hailstorm. Uh, you know, from up to golf ball size. Serious. I think we certainly make make it clear to Captain Tarn that he should do whatever is necessary. Oh, to... he's yeah, he's already got the hatches battened down and everybody under under uh, under under uh, uh, under decks who who can be. Um, and you know, as far as he's concerned, he's keeping watch out the portholes because he doesn't want anybody out, outside in this. Everything is tied out, tied up, nice. tied down, <clears throat> latched down. Um, and he's just hoping it doesn't break anything. <laughs> well, yeah, I suppose... Certainly unsafe to have the sails out. I, yeah. I suppose there's only one thing for this, and I have to tell you all about an elven custom. Uh, once every 15 years or so, the elders would allow the magic to let it hail, and we would collect the hailstones and use them to cool a fancy alcoholic beverage. <laughs> <laughs> undivided attention. <laughs> <laughs> it's so, not even new. Well. Do you have a lot of other things planned for today? Surprise, <laughs> <laughs> but she's kind of smirking. <laughs> I think a cold alcoholic beverage sounds delightful. Do we have any fruit on board? <laughs> Since the day before was hot, right? Yes, yeah. the day before was quite hot. So, uh, yes, I, you know, I am certain we don't have all of the ingredients that we used to use back home, but uh, we can probably improvise something or other. I, I, um, I will go up and brave the hailstorm to collect hailstones in a bucket of some kind. Okay. Put the bucket on your head. <laughs> Put the lime in the coconut. Drink it all up. <laughs> okay. I'm better. sure on board, we certainly have limes and coconuts. I'm sure we can make a decorate for possible, <laughs> possible um, imitation of such. Rum? <laughs> yes, you definitely have some rum. Uh, and 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 uh, there's there's some fruit left over still. You haven't been sailing for so long that you're completely out. So, uh, so you're able to come up with some, some, something, uh, something uh, uh, reasonably uh, 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 appropriate to the, uh, to the setting. Make sure you make some for at least some of the crew, or at least the captain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Everyone has to have one. <laughs> I mean, at least some. Yeah, who could miss out on their first pina colada? Come on. <laughs> I don't think I don't think the setting is quite what we want for a resort. <laughs> I have to. We have we're we're going to be largely below decks and uh, cramped and stuffy, and uh, uh, the nice cool. Um, trying to think, uh, maelstroms is what we call them. <laughs> uh, the nice cool maelstrom. Is uh, what uh, allows us to stay sane. Why aren't they called hailstorms? <laughs> well, I'm certain that Mogalod has some fancy robes that you can swan around in to me. I think <laughs> that uh, here. 
The elven elders disapprove of wordplay. <laughs> That's a shame. I mean, at the end of time, what do you have left besides puns? <laughs> <laughs> and really bad puns. Yes. <laughs> I have always thought that puns are rather unfairly maligned. <laughs> um is there anything else that anyone wants to accomplish today if you're if you're all <laughs> hunkered down on the moon collar do you have any oh. tasks you want to accomplish um then, i mean i <laughs> other than drinking i think avaloki might start some put some work into the next um glamour weave okay habit. all right all right you're not gonna try again with the contact of the plane uh not yet. That that was uh, that was a sort of a, a, a an um, unsettling experience. Okay. Talk about blatantly baiting the character. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just wanted to you know see what their uh, see what their their thing was. And I see that Shay has joined us, though they're muted. Shay. Hey Shay, unmute yourself oh. and talk. Okay, there's there's not muted. Can we hear you, Shay? We don't Is hear your anything. actual microphone muted? Yes. Oh. There we are. There you go. Okay. Oh, wow. All right. <laughs> Sorry about that. Long, long night. I'll tell you later. Okay. So, anyways, um, uh, the the uh. uh, uh Keen Eye would uh, would know that there has been a great deal of talking today, uh, and it's now hailing. Okay. Uh, and everybody <laughs> has decided to scoop up the shattered hailstones and make rum drinks. All right. <laughs> There's a bit of me meta commentary there. Um, when I took uh, in high school Colorado history uh, in tenth grade, uh, we learned about the making of hurricanes even though they don't get hurricanes in colorado but that's what they called the, the <laughs> drink where you use when it would hail the, they would use it to cool drinks and they called it hurricanes even though why did that make sense is unclear but <laughs> i think some of them were from the south <laughs> uh, so anyways um, without a whole lot to do aside from drink and maybe work on individual projects, the uh, the day passes uh, without too much in the way of eventfulness. Um, the storm passes by late afternoon. Um, Captain Tarn goes out to survey the damage. Um, nothing appears to be um, uh, uh, beyond mending. So he sets the crew to cleaning up the ice um, and getting the ship back into shape again. Um, okay. So you get a uh, you get a um, you get another long rest. It is now Crown's Day, the tenth of Pinola. Uh, there are a few clouds, a gentle breeze, and the temperature is moderate in the you know high seventies, low eighties. Um, the chorus is predicting heavy rain and thunderstorms tomorrow. Kind of oh, alternating fast. storms, mm -hmm. right? I mean, am I wrong? No. Well, you've had a day, a storm, and then a day, then a clear, a clear day, a storm, a clear day, and a storm so far. 
Yes. But, uh, Might be a pattern yeah. to keep an eye on. Yeah, we better make as much progress today as we can. Yes. But uh, there is, there's definitely enough of a breeze to uh, navigate to somewhere else if you want to. C Captain Tarn is ready to bring the ship whenever direction you wish to sail. Do we want to send a sending to our, our dwarven um, fellow captain to let him know about the weather forecast? You don't know who it is. Oh. You have not met this person. Hmm. You were just told that that's, that's where you would rendezvous. Yeah. Well, I guess they can figure it out then. <laughs> <laughs> well, they would have had the, uh, the translation of the chorus from the bit of the map that we gave them. Okay. Mm -hmm. okay. Oh, that's uh, true. We did We did want to have that on there, right? We gave them the yeah. sort of, yeah. the, the, you know, the need-to-know version. Yes. Yeah, that, that definitely makes sense that, you know, giving people the heads up on what those... Yeah, that, that's probably not the kind of thing you want to keep, to keep a secret, especially since after a while people will be able to figure it out anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you have uh, two days until the dwarves are expected to arrive. Um, is there anything you want to do today? Um, if you check your map, by the way, your current location is not actually at the southern tip of Bruland. You are, you are, I was just going to say is that yeah. we want to go ahead and take the opportunity to get to where we want to actually be um, to meet them. Um, all, but I, I guess what, you know, before, like, while we were sort of hanging out here, you know, obviously we dealt with the sea serpent and that whole business, but like, do we feel like this spot was where we want it, where we want to build our keep thing or our, the wharfs at least? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I thought we agreed on that. I mean, we kind of talked thing. about it, but then I feel like we didn't really ever... Like, the failed colony kind of has nothing. Like, were there ruins in it? I don't remember. Um, you you found um, basically um, overgrown building foundations. Um, you know, the, the stones had been laid out for for uh, building foundations, but you know that's about and that's all overgrown by hundreds of years. So there's very little left there. Also, you know that the second um, expedition, which wound up at the haunted caves, mm -hmm. um, had already been through this a few years after the first settlement failed and mm -hmm. basically collected up anything that they could find of value. So, okay, yeah, yeah, you, you know, you've all, you, it's, it's very old and overgrown and also has already been thoroughly looted. So, um, you know, uh, now that's, that being said, you know, those, those foundations, that, that spot is a good spot to put stuff. So, you yeah. know, the people who put it there knew what they were doing. Um, and it would not be out of the question to use that, use that space. But, um, it's got free foundation rocks in it. Even if we don't yeah. use what they built, they can be repurposed. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I guess if if that decision is made, then then I would say that yes, there is no reason to not go ahead and be at the rendezvous point early. Yeah, or you know, head on over there. 
Especially since there's going to be a storm. Yeah, and if they're early too, then all the better. And then otherwise, we're all hunkered down where we need to be. Personally, I think you know I would rather be on land for a storm than at sea. <laughs> well, oh, the ship the ship is going to be at sea either way. Oh. Yeah. But hmm. uh, but yeah, it might be more pleasant for the people who are able to be on land. <laughs> but we don't really have any shelter there. Yeah. Oh. I mean, I could cast. I could make my tower. Ooh. In any event, we, we we could go and anchor the ship at the rendezvous point and and yes. see see okay. what there is. So you sail down to the southern tip of the island. It takes about half the day. There's um, one thing you need to bring up. We should probably have that conversation with our guest elf. Yes. So. Right. Let, let's hear. Well, how does that how does that conversation go? What was his name again? Garinen. 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 G a r y n n o n. Because he's grinning no. all the time. He's such a happy fella. <laughs> I don't know why, but now I'm picturing him with like shark's teeth. <laughs> same, same though. <laughs> I think he would approve. Yeah. Athletes are friends, not food. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. So how does that conversation go? The, the, the ship is sailing along. Garinan is is out on deck. Um, what drives you to this choice versus us finding you a spot to uh, play? I feel more comfortable if our relationship is on a solid footing. But, uh, I need to know where I stand. I appreciate that. Um, I feel like... <sighs> I feel like I'm... <laughs> at sea. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and... Uh, I... Just rather that things were... Um, Official. I understand. It, you, know, you had a long time gig, and then that gig kind of suddenly ended. Yes. Catching everyone by surprise. Totally understand. Mm-hmm. Are you so, are you looking for kind of something similar with this group? Well, will you accept my allegiance? You require some kind of oath. Yes, I'm. I, I want to pledge my allegiance to you. And, and, and I, I, I pledge to obey you, and you pledge to uh, protect and take care of me as your liegeman. All right, let's take out my hand as a uh, Gareth, <clears throat> as a uh, as a founding member of the violent, the Order of the Violent Dawn. I hereby induct you as a junior member. He uh, he goes down on one knee. And pulls out his, his, takes his chain from around his shoulders and holds it up and says, I pledge that I will be faithful to my liege, never cause her harm, maintain full obedience in word and deed to all her commands. 
pledge blood vengeance upon her transgressors, complete annihilation upon her enemies, and steal discipline upon any subordinate who fails in his duty. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> you got a pallet. Hey, <laughs> hey, uh, hey, Gareth? Hey, Garin. Uh, You're a little intense, aren't you? Uh, that's a standard <laughs> oath of allegiance. Yeah, an intense fill. <laughs> <laughs> Population grinning. <laughs> so, I am 100% in favor of the spirit of your personal oath is to not take a life unless it's absolutely necessary. I would appreciate it if you use the same uh, what's the term? Federation? Self-control, uh, self yeah. Hmm. If it is your command, then I shall do that. Seems fun. All right, so I'll give him a quick rundown on, you know, what the plan is here. You know, we're going to meet uh -huh. these elves and do this deal and um, dwarves. he can make himself meet, comfortable meet on the ship. <laughs> uh, did I say elves? I meant to say dwarves. Yes. Yeah. I shall obtain an appropriate uh, uh, insignia of my allegiance as soon as I can. I'm sure we can whip up some Violet Dawn insignias. Do we have a Violet Dawn insignia? We basically just wear purple. Well, um... <laughs> Dare upon guess... my egg... <laughs> swear upon my eggplant of allegiance. <laughs> yes. the, four, the four original members did get gifts from uh, from House um, Diab, uh, right? Yeah, with yeah. purple sunbursts on them. Ah, I forgot that there were sunbursts. I just remembered that they were purple. Yes. Um. Then, yeah, we can definitely put something like that up. Seems like a plan. In fact, I kind of like the idea of all of us wearing insignia. I continue to be amused at the sound alike of violet dawn and violent dawn you and <laughs> there should be more violins on television <laughs> that's why i watch pb oh that's violins never mind <laughs> okay so you you sailed you sailed to that point um, is there anything there you want to do? Are you going to wait out the storm the next day and uh, rendezvous with the dwarves? Um, I think since we have have uh, so, a little time to kill, I think Avaloki might suggest a uh, a, a a an excursion just to kind of just stretch our legs, walk around a little bit, just see if we discover anything new that we didn't know about yet. Okay. So, who is going on this excursion? And who is staying behind on the moon collar? Um, well, I'm definitely uh, going aboard. Uh, going on an excursion. Kausen will stay behind, but I suspect um, Garinin will... Garinin would much rather go with uh, go with Sierra, but will stay behind if told to. Oh, yeah, no, no. I'll, I'll, um, yeah, he's welcome to come. Okay. 
Who else? Um, who else is going? He, uh, well, Kina is gonna. Uh, okay, so meta note: I've been awake now for thirty-six hours, so I'm a little. <laughs> okay. I'm a little out of it. Um, and uh, so Kina will go, and Gigi will be taking a nap. So I only have to remember one character's <laughs> okay. All right, all right. That's that's fine. Is Pansy gonna go for a swim? Uh, Pansy's gonna go for a swim. Yeah. Uh, okay. uh, uh, we we've established Pansy can swim, right? Yes, Pansy can in fact swim. Um, and carry people I, on her back while she does so. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, oh, oh. Um, uh, Sherby Sh- starts bouncing. Okay. <laughs> can I just uh, water walk on Yes. Yes. Yes, you can. If I do, and she, can, and she can, and, and she can, she can run on water. Can I ride too? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So using a using a water walk spell instead of uh, instead of uh, uh, the boat, which Captain Tarn is actually quite happy with because he's he's always a little worried if the boat gets taken off the ship and uh, things might happen to it. Yeah, um, and I can get another uh, if I just hit Pansy with it. I think I can get another nine people. Yeah, if so we just want to walk from the boat to the shore. <laughs> Why not? That's badass enough that I think Sierra would sign up for that. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll bop you and you and you and you and you. <laughs> okay. Sola, are you bringing Mogolod or um, uh, or Tobias? I think Mogolod. Tobias does okay. um, not particularly want to go. Okay. Uh, Avaloki or Susan? He's Avalo- definitely going. I think Susan does not volunteer for things. Okay. Like she'll do she'll do what she's told, but she does not like you know. Everyone, anytime she, it's just like, hey, who wants to go? She she is not going to raise her hand. Okay, uh, so we have Avaloki, uh, Sherby, Sierra, Garinen, uh, Pansy, Kenai, and Magala. And I think Finarin is still doing the oh, this nice bright sun. <laughs> 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 He was he was not happy with the with the hail. That no. was not a fun time. Um, all that cold water dripping down through between the down on the deck. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, are you going to like, um, uh, 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 really kind of thoroughly, you know, um, uh, explore like one. One of the mechanisms that I have in mind is that, you know, you can uh, kind of scout out a a one-mile hex, find anything special there, and have some kind of idea of how many, um, how you know, what what kind of land it is for and how many people can settle there. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so if you want to, you can, you can spend the afternoon doing that in the, the southernmost hex of the island. Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking. It was just like it's it's partly just to kill the afternoon, but also just to kind of say, "Hey, we really still only seen small parts of this island. Let's see what else is here in this part." Okay, all right. Um, so uh, I would ask that um, you can make. Either investigation or actually, I would like an investigation and a nature check. Um, they can't be the same person, and uh, and if you are anyone who is 
um, who is either doing that or helping with that does not get perception checks if you guys get ambushed. Okay, I'll, I have a plus five to nature. Okay. And I have a plus six to investigation. Oh, wow. Oh, Six to investigation? How? I, I mean, how did that happen? <laughs> you found it somewhere. Uh, <laughs> I have a proficiency bonus of four and an intelligence modifier of plus two. Yeah, just yeah, from Avaloki's point of view, uh, they they're they're you know they are um, uh, 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 you know used to being the smartest person in the in the in the room, but. Sherby's not not as no slouch. I guess what I was just realizing is that I'm not actually proficient in investigation. So I have my my plus four, but not any additional bonus to that. So right. that's so, what was throwing me, I think. Okay. Right. So um so basically, you know, uh 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 Kenai and Sherby have kind of got their um their noses down looking at what's you know what the trees and the plants and the rocks and stones and all that kind of stuff are like. Oh, Kenai doesn't have that far to go. All right. Um, and uh, go ahead. Uh, uh, yeah. And uh, right. so, yeah, make it, make a check for, for, nature, for nature. Yeah. Yeah. So 16. Okay. Um, <clears throat> it, this is, this, uh, this is a, um, a fairly flat, forest. Um, there's not a lot of rocks. It's um, uh, as forests go, um, fairly uh, fertile. Um, if you were to want to transform it into farmland, it would be a lot of work, but it's not impossible. And um, it's, it, there's plenty of uh, game to be found, uh, though you did not find anything particularly unusual. Um, all right, we found Levittown. Um, <laughs> and uh, Sherby, make an inv investigation check. To anyone from Levittown, I'm just referring to how the gardens are set up. It's terrible soil there. <laughs> <laughs> so 25. 25, okay. Wow. That's um, better. That's, that's a lot. Okay. Um, you find a beehive. Ooh. And it's in, the, it's in a trunk of a hollow tree. But what has got your interest in it is that the bees are multicolored. They're, they're, not, they're not rainbow colored. They're not like individually multicolored. Like there's a red bee and a blue bee and a green bee and a yellow bee and a purple bee. And, uh, One bee, two bee. <laughs> and, and they're all, you know, going in and out of this hive in a hollow tree that you've uh, discovered. They, they don't seem particularly hostile. They haven't like immediately, you know, when you got close, swarmed out and attacked you. Um, they are definitely uh, quite business-like bees and they're not a particularly large size. They're, you know, they're bee-sized. You know, honey-like. <laughs> <laughs> Are they honeybees, or are they more like um, carpenter bees, or what kind of bees? Um, fuzzy? They, mm -hmm. um, well, we know they're busy. <laughs> they, the, the fuzzy, wuzzy, busy bees? Make a nature check. Okay. Bees. 17. They are honeybees. Yay! Yes. Hey, guys, I found honeybees. 
Yeah. And Rainbow honeybee. You know, Rainbow honeybee sounds like a cereal. Visiting flowers <laughs> and such in the area. Um, and uh, and doing what bees do. Bees are awesome. Yeah, save the bees. <laughs> <laughs> they have so many different colors, though. That seems ominous. Like there's something weird about them. Or delicious. <laughs> uh, sure, or it's going to be honey. really stupid. And uh, <laughs> she's going to see if she can reach in and get some of the honey. Okay. Uh, you uh, you just kind of walk up to this hollow tree, kind of get up on your tiptoes and stick your arm down. And um, you, you manage to grab a kind of a chunk of comb. And as soon as that happens, this, this boom, massive bees starts coming out. And um, I want you to make a dexterity save. All of us? Just, just, just Sherby. Sherby, who forgot we have, we for, who forgot we have a dinosaur with us with thick dinosaur skin. <laughs> Five. Okay. Wow. Um, you, you, you managed to grab this, this hunk of, of, uh, uh, of, um, of honey, uh, of, of honeycomb, but you get several stings in the process. Um, you take uh, three points of damage, um, and you feel really funny. Um, uh, the the um, uh, uh, the the sights that you've got stung are um, turning uh, funny colors. Um, One's a little blue and one's a little green, and the color is starting to spread across your skin. Seems bad. Uh, does it match my tattoo? <laughs> Let me check. Does it match my tattoo? Does it? Wait, what? I okay. I'm out of the loop. Sherby has a a multicolored flame uh, tattoo called Gesture of Chaos across her shoulders. <laughs> Okay. So if she's going to start turning colors, it has to coordinate with the tattoo. Oh, well, that makes sense. Okay. Um, you, you, there's um, a swelling happening uh, on, on your ribs, uh, on your, on the sides of your ribs. Uh, yeah. Let's, um... can we cast lesser restoration? <laughs> Someone, um, <laughs> someone could maybe could. Yeah, uh, is is that what Malgolat is doing? Yes. Okay. Um, you neutralize the poison of the sting, but the swelling is th these 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 almost like tumors are starting to get bigger. They're now about the size of a baseball. Oh, dear. Uh, it's a good thing you're not wearing armor. Your your you know your clothes are not terribly constrictive. Sherby doesn't wear a corset, right? I think we should take yeah, I think we should take about fifteen minutes and just talk about everybody's underwear. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
That'll be it's about a, a zero minute conversation. I love you sometimes. Yeah. Should we wears a what? Uh, never mind. Okay. That was an inappropriate joke on my part. I heard that. No one else did, but I heard that. <laughs> the, 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 um, do you like pull the clothing away to see what's going on there? Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the, um, Jeremy will just take off, take off her outer garment. Okay. The, 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 these swellings are starting to elongate and they're growing fingers. What? After about five minutes, Sherby now has four Sherby, arms. what the hell? What? Four <laughs> arms? Yes. Okay, that's kind of cool. <laughs> you now have a completely workable second pair of arms. It Are they under her control? Yes. Oh. Um, they're not. They're not. They're not particularly well suited to the garments she's currently wearing. But aside from that, um, they 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 obey her commands. Um, they're basically another two more left hands because you can't really like concentrate on. They're not actually left hands, but my, for, from a mechanical point of view, they're all off. The extra two arms are off hands. I want to capture some bees and have them sneak people in the butt. (laughs) On a slightly different, but superficially similar impulse, (laughs) Avaloki would like to try to, uh, well, first, can I get a sense of what, what has transpired here? Is this, is this, I mean, it seems magical, but like, what's the nature of what's happening here? Like, is this just a mutation, or is it some sort of an enchantment, or... Uh, well, you could try starting with a Detect Magic spell. I could, and I will, but I'll have to take <laughs> ten minutes to do it. Okay. Um, it is it is a magical effect, but it is not a spell. Um, and it doesn't seem... It doesn't seem particularly powerful... And as such, it probably has a duration. Um, they'll, in other words, they'll probably just go away if you don't do anything. Um, <gasps> really? I tell. Um, Sherby, I want to be an octopus. <laughs> I, I tell. I, I tell Sherby but, that um, as long as uh, she can uh, think only pure thoughts. They'll go away. <laughs> so I, I mean... need to borrow. I, I, she turns to Magalette. All right, so I need to borrow that book that you got. <laughs> Which in, one? I have in, a lot of in books. In Kansas, before we left on the first the first voyage, um, it was the the, the thing built, to serve. built for sin. Built yeah. For... <laughs> <laughs> All right. What? I I don't, I'm not sure. This... <laughs> oh. Oh. Oh, wait. How's that supposed to help with the pure thoughts? I'm really curious. Come on, Magla. 
Did the bees just grow arms, or would like if you stung them on the leg, would you get another leg? Uh, if you stung yeah, them on uh, like an ear, would you get another ear? If you stung them on no, the, you know, the, would you get? Uh, Sherby was stung on the on the arms and the face. So, oh, okay. So, so the um, the the uh, yeah, is this 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 does not appear to be necessarily where you got stung. No. Oh, okay. She doesn't have a can coming out of her face, right? Right. <laughs> right. No, I'm I'm thinking of the, the what was it, Robin from One Piece, who could just grow arms. Oh her yeah. Arm. Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking about that one character from Saturday Night Live that uh, had a little baby arm growing out of her head. Oh, maybe oh, it was just oh, me. No, <laughs> <disturbing>. <laughs> well, I'll find a picture and I'll send it to everybody. Found it. Way too damn fast. Avaloki is uh, muttering to themselves about uh, once again. I wish we had not sold all of those fancy glass vials. <laughs> because I would absolutely love to try to uh, take a couple of specimens here for further study, but I really do not have anything that would be... Uh, well, you know what they say. Forewarned is forearmed. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what, now, 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 Sherby still does have this... Uh, this chunk of honeycomb yeah um she's gonna she's gonna she's gonna uh swipe a finger through it and stick it in her mouth okay <laughs> she's gonna try it i mean i've already got four arms how much well i be? mean you <laughs> earned it <laughs> it, uh, it it uh tastes pretty much like like honey normally does um mm-hmm. and does not seem to have any any uh any special properties it doesn't my uh, detect magic didn't Yes, did not did not find anything in the honey itself. No, hmm. it looks like the magic okay. is actually in the bees. I wonder if it comes from the bees themselves, or if the bees get enchanted via the uh, flowers that they seek out. For that okay, matter, like... if there's different colors of bees, do the different stings do different things? Uh, no, because I'm pretty multicolored. No, no there isn't different <laughs> colors of bees. Each each bee is multicolored. Oh, did I misunderstand? No, 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 that? no, no. It's just the just the reverse. There are different. There oh. are, this hive has all different colors of bees. Okay. See, I thought you were explaining that that wasn't the case. All right, no, that, that, that is absolutely word. is the case. Yes, they're not. Okay. They're not individually rainbow colored bees. They are. They are they're rainbow, rainbow sprinkle bees. Right. Yes. So, but <laughs> okay. but Sherby seems to get sting stung from several different bees. Where the, yes. Like. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Well, also though, Malgalad, you you cast some divine magic to to that perhaps halted some other property. So it's possible that there would have been more than one effect, um, but you canceled out one of them. Uh, the, 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 you basically, the stopped the the, um, the 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 bees poison from uh, uh, the, the stings themselves no longer are painful because Malgala neutralized the, the poison. I'm just trying to sure. determine is if it seems like a blue bee would have a different effect than a red bee and so on. Yeah. I mean, we have regular glass vials. We just don't have the fancy ones anymore. Yeah. Do we? We have, we have, yeah, we have regular bottles and vials. Oh, well. That we pick up. Gimme, gimme. 
give me some. <laughs> okay. You're so, going to try and catch some bees? Yes. Okay. Carefully. Um, um, I think that's going to be a dexterity check, but I will give you animal handling if you've got the proficiency. Well, uh, dexterity is definitely better than animal handling. <laughs> uh, right. My animal handling is pretty good. Oh, you, we, perhaps we can both try. Okay. Okay. Um, uh, because, uh, because Kenai is better at it, then Kenai can roll for, roll at advantage. Okay. Is, this is... Oh, uh, where we're both helping is that? Yeah, you're both you're both you're both okay. working at this, and 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 gotcha. Kina's okay. got the better skills, so they're rolling. Uh, mm -hmm. That's so either he's trying to is is giving Mogalot a hug, and then <laughs> figure out how to clap with all four limbs. <laughs> trying to have right. guide the bees, and I am just manning like the vials to sort of scoop and stop once the bee is in position. Okay. Okay. I got a seven and a thirteen for, I guess, bee handling. Okay, the thirteen's a total. No, no, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. You said roll at advantage. So right. So you rolled a thirteen, and you got what bonus? No, that, that was the total. I'm sorry. Okay, that's the total. All right. Yeah. Uh, you catch a few bees, not not a particularly large number. Um, they seem to be pretty, uh, pretty quick, uh, uh, and um, and they're also. You know, not a lot of them flying around anymore. They're like defensively clustered around the uh, at the hive. So if you wanted to, you know, if you want you want to get a significant number of them, you'll actually have to brave the hive, hive itself. Um, um, I have a crazy idea. What if Anzi were like hum like a queen bee? Be able to do that? <laughs> It doesn't sound like the kind of thing you could teach Pansy to do on short notice. Okay. Uh, it, you might be able to figure out a way to get Pansy to, you know, to hum a tone that 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 quiets them, kind of the way like like a beekeeper would use smoke. But that's yeah. a long term. That's a long term. Okay. Well, and. In any event, you know, I'm just trying to like think realistically about what Avaloki can actually do with bees in a glass vial, but <laughs> something. Oh, just stick in there with them. <laughs> yeah. Stick um, with the leaf. Yeah, that'll help. If nothing else, yeah, if nothing else, Hoff Safar will be extremely interested. Well, indeed, uh, that's a very <laughs> good point. They did specifically ask about weird poisons and such. Yes. Well, I have what maybe a dumb, you know, it's not. So when a bee stings you and the poison sacs come out with the stinger. Yes. Yeah. Um, you need live bees for that? Well, like for the uh, poison sacs? When a bee stings, it dies. Right. Yeah. yeah. But it's poison. Uh, you, you can definitely be stung by a dead bee. Like yeah. you don't like it doesn't sting you, but if you poke yourself on its stinger, it will still be a bee sting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, you could probably if if I've still got some of those on my arms, the, the first <laughs> set, uh, you could probably <laughs> see if you can if you can find any of them that are still um, out there. If I didn't like, okay. swat them all off. Okay. Yeah. Well, the, the the one problem with uh, the venom gland still attached to the sting is that even if you pull it out of a bee or otherwise dissect a bee, 
uh, it has an automatic reflex that it will keep pumping the venom, so you will end up with an empty venom gland if you just. Yeah. I am learning gland. a lot about bees today. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> uh, I could also uh, send a sending over yeah. to Waif to see if she knows all about these bees. And you, you know, could... here we are messing around like amateurs, and she just knows what's up. You could <laughs> do that. Will I do? Okay, what do you <laughs> what you have twenty-five words? If we found some multicolored bees, I think that's six, right? Yep. Um they seem to have magical stings. We wondered if you knew about them. Having a wonderful time. <laughs> Sherby now has four arms. Grew four arms. That's too many words. Um, but, Having uh, a wonderful time. Sherby grew four arms. It's just so <laughs> yeah. Uh, I have found rainbow bees. Didn't get close enough to get stung. Good to know. Um, oh, wait. No, you didn't tell her that anything that anything bad happened. So she doesn't they seem to, to have magical stings. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, good to know. Um, hope it's not too... Uh, 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 painful. So. Basically said she's seen them but hasn't gotten stung. So I say uh, she doesn't know. She's seen, she's seen them elsewhere but doesn't doesn't know anything else that we don't know. She didn't get stung. It took our Sherby here to make this fine discovery. Here, let me shake your hand and your hand. And, <laughs> and Sherby will say, well, screw that. And she'll just give you a hug with all four arms. Because <laughs> Sherby is a hugger. Sherby's getting Except a little handsy hug. there. Say what? Sherby's getting a little handsy there. Yeah. <laughs> but not inappropriately handsy. <laughs> Uh, is it is that is that much of the evening or that is that is uh, that is towards the afternoon when you discover this late afternoon let's say the uh, water walk spell. Um, uh, I think that's an eight hour spell. No, it's only one hour, but I oh, have okay. enough slots I can cast it again. Okay. Okay. So, are we heading back to the ship? Yes, back to the if, ship. If we have explored this hex, then sure. Okay. You don't want to explore another hex? Well, I mean, it's getting dark, right? Yeah. Or is it? Yeah. Yeah, well, we found this. bees that give arms. Let's see if we can find bees that give other stuff. <laughs> well, we have... Uh, so, of our captured bees, do we have multiple colors? Uh, you have several different colors. Like I said, you didn't get too terribly many of them. 
Um, like I said, there's not a lot of stragglers around the hive right now. Um, so I think what, what Avaloki would intend to do is to try to see if um, the, you know, the, like the venom can be extracted and then perhaps along the same lines that like taking a sip of a taste of a potion can tell you what it does. You know, like mm -hmm. I'm not, yeah. you know, ask demand mechanically that that just works, but kind of just um, on that basis of trying to use a little bit to try to make some conclusion. Okay. Um, let's say also like expend a slot for identify. Sure. Yeah. Um, and, uh, uh, I'll say that, um, it appears that, um, the, the, uh, uh, it, from what you can tell, the, um, uh, uh, the, the, the transformative effect is um okay well okay what are you trying what are you trying to learn um like if could it be like extracted and purified and controlled is that kind of like what you're looking at really but also i think my primary curiosity was was this specific effect that we saw a factor of what color bees stung her and would different color bees do something else oh um no it looks like it's it's hive wide as far as you can tell that, so that, there's there's other than just visually there's no difference between the different color bees yeah yeah, yeah. okay and and yeah the, the the venom of individual bees appears to be the same from one color to another well i don't know necessarily that there is uh, a great deal of use for um, bees that will temporarily give people forearms um, <laughs> and also sting that would really hurt if you don't cure it with magic. <laughs> but I suppose that's, uh, that's what House Safar wants to deal with. <laughs> I feel like I think of a, a, a good use for that kind of book. Um, so here's a question. Uh, I think Avaloki might go to Susan just to ask what how Safar might be likely to think about that. And um, I guess uh, she'd say that she, she would. Okay, um, have Susan make a um, make an Arcana check to that other character sheet. Arcana is going to be 19. Um, if you can make a potion that can give you, can add arms, you can probably make one that would take them away. <laughs> Literal disarm potion. Yes. <laughs> or or better right... yet, something that could be delivered with a knife or an arrow. Um... I want the right to be arms. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so I think, I think and, based on <coughs> making that conclusion, Susan would say, I think that House Safar would pay a great deal for that, but my personal recommendation would be that you should not do business with them because they're evil and, um, want the world to end. 
Anyways, I have I have made a note <laughs> on the uh, on the player detail map for Bruland of the rain of the location of the rainbow bees uh, nest. Uh, if such time as I print out another one, it will be there for you. But I don't I don't feel the need to make you know send you a new map every single time there's something to write down on. That's fair. Yeah, I I think yeah. Susan basically says that is like. You know, the honest truth is they would probably pay, they would like that a lot, but I don't think you should do that. But obviously yeah. you can, you will do what you want. And that's just my opinion. <laughs> and Avaluki says, well, certainly take your opinion into advisement. Certainly pass that along too. But in yeah. any event, we, we have got some, some notes and specimens of, of, Rainbow bee poison. Yes. <gasps> yeah. uh, okay. I am trying. My my mouse is 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 being very difficult right now. It's it's kind of t clicking stuff when I don't want it. To, and, and similarly, um, and I'm trying to show you this map. Ah. And. <laughs> Uh, in, yeah. in the meantime, completely not knowing what we got, what we were talking about, my son came out. He has got a character called Johnny Two Fingers, where he puts his thing, his hand in his shirt and sticks two fingers out of his collar. And he, <laughs> and he came over and Johnny Finger, Two Fingers said goodnight. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, that is that is a that is a detail map of Bruland, um, where each hex is one mile. And there's now, on my version of it, there's now a dot on the, t the southern tip that has, is marked rainbow bees. Oh, well, no wonder we found honeybees here. It's clearly hitting. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, <clears throat> uh, you, I, before dark, I assume you're heading back to the moon collar and you use mm -hmm. water walk to once again, uh, uh, quickly make it out to the, to the, uh, uh to the ship and on board. The next day, there's a heavy thunderstorm. I assume you're not going out in it for anything. Uh, uh, not. Unless we need to. No. And then the and then comes Fields Day, the twelfth of Pinola. Um, a dwarven sh the the dwarven ship arrives. It is a paddle wheeler. Um, it's a <laughs> little smaller than the Mooncaller, but is yeah. quite. Quite a bit broader and uh, mm -hmm. and is plated with uh, metal armor, um, and it is flying the emblem of Clan Keltac on a pole over its squat, heavy bulk, um, and uh, it uh, it uh, makes for the um, makes for the moon collar and uh, drops anchor a short way off. Or rather, comes to a stop. It you know it's it stops its engines a, a short way off, and uh, someone at the bow of the ship waves and says, "Ahoy! Are you the Mooncaller?" And who is the loudest here? <laughs> Captain Tarn. Captain Tarn. <laughs> Captain Tarn shouts back, "Yes, we are. Is this the Wave Splitter?" Yes. Let's go. Permission to come aboard, says the dwarf on the far <laughs> ship. And uh, Captain Tarn says, permission granted, come on! 
and the, <laughs> the two ships come up alongside, and some ropes are thrown, and some planks are are laid out, and uh, a a dwarven woman uh, uh, in, in, with a with a jaunty beret. Um, uh, uh, comes aboard John. and introduces herself Perfect. as Glastiny Keltak, Gotterborg's niece. Ah, Daytaktar. Um, okay. Oh, Defiance fans, cool. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to put an image on the chat. Thank you so much. She's got a nicely trimmed goatee, a fancy crossbow, and uh, some leather armor. And so she rubs her hands together, says, So, let's get started with the basics. Have you got a site picked out? Have you sent a survey? What kind of we materials do, do you have? We do have a site. We've taken a look around. I didn't know that you'd call it a survey. And there is... Plenty of good stone to be had. Good, 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 good. All right, let's uh, let's sit down and see what you've got. So, we will. Uh, I think that is a good place to stop. Oh. And uh, and uh, basically, um, on the map that I sent you, um, th like I said, the contract is for a, a a a dock, a wharf. Five miles of road and a keep, and I want you to pick out the places where you want those things to be on the map. And, uh, and also, who is actually the person that's building this for? Fancy. <laughs> no. Well, who, I mean, whose stronghold is it going to be? This is going to be the magical stronghold. Uh, going to so be... That's that's where we we talked about a little bit about like the idea that our contract is for a keep, right? Which would be more like like if it were going to be a keep, that would probably be better as as Sierra's keep or or, yeah. but, but um, we we also have our tower architect, mm -hmm. and I feel like we we talked through that a little bit, and now it's all <laughs> turned to mush in my head. Um, we, we talked about the idea that like we could have them build, cause I feel like we thinking about it, stepping away from the game mechanics piece of it a little bit. Yeah. I feel like it makes sense that we would build a keep before we would build a magic tower. Yeah, well, that, that yeah. does, you know, that as far as, you know, making a secure space, a keep is going to secure the area better than a yeah. tower will. I really feel like that's what would make sense to build first. Okay. Yeah. And is, uh, and is the stronghold going to be Avalokis then? I mean... If it's if it's going to be a keep, why wouldn't it be Sierra's? Could be, but but one of the things to keep in mind about the stronghold um, rules is that um, a, a stronghold establishes a domain around it that where you have certain extra powers, and those okay. can't overlap from one stronghold to another. Okay. So if so, if the keep is is Sierra's, then that domain is also Sierra's, and you can't put a, a can't put a Avaloki can't put a tower inside that domain. Okay, 
so the if if we eventually wanted a tower in this domain if it well like so that would be like doubling up for avaloki then right so yeah. um so probably we would build others first then yeah uh, i mean uh, before building a second thing here yeah but as far as just like future proofing yeah i mean i guess that makes sense I mean, but then again, you know, Avaloki could build the wizard tower, you know, up by the tumbled hinge once we sort that out or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's definitely, you know, I've heard you talk about Avaloki being interested in... in, in Avaloki's that. definitely in, more interested in a tower at the tumbled hinge than here. Okay. It was more just that, like, this was the first place that was available. We hadn't cleared yeah. that other spot yet. Okay. So, uh, Peter... Would is is Sierra going to claim this stronghold? Um, if that's the consensus, I believe she will. I don't think anybody else besides Avaloki had their had their eye on Bruland, at least as far as I remember people talking. Um, no. Yeah. No, not my recollection. Okay. Somebody give Pansy a rock just as she said. So if that's true, then uh, Peter, um, you know, take that take that um, that map, and um, you know, you get like I said, a, a wharf, five miles of road, and a keep, and you can choose where to put those things. And uh, and uh, and then you know we'll talk about what what uh, how Lestani is going to go about that process once you've picked out where you want it to be. Okay. Okay. Um, Are we still recording? Nope, I'm stopping now. Okay.